Welcome to the Cosmic Pirate Podcast. I'm Drew, your host with my lovely co-hosts, Cindy and Holly in the studio here. We got Roger joining us via the internet from Florida. How you doing tonight, Roger? Um, I'm doing okay. Am I lovely too? Yeah. Okay. Just want to make yeah, sure. Why not? I want to fit in, you know? <laughs> How's everybody doing tonight? Everybody want to say hi? I'm good. Doing quite well. Thank you. Nice. That was Holly over there. Our first time with Holly uh, joining us. We'd like to welcome her to the podcast. So we're going to uh, talk about extreme weather tonight. Uh, Roger had a couple wacky news bits we're probably going to get into before we get into the extreme weather. Cindy brought some extreme weather info, and I have some trivia and some other bits. And Holly has a cool personal story she'd like to share about the, the severe weather she experienced when she was recently visiting Michigan. So uh, without further ado, let's... Uh, Let's get into some uh, some wackies. Raj, what do you have for wacky news? Anything that ties in with weather or not so much? Or um, just football? I wouldn't even say not so much. I, it's more like not at all. Oh, well, that, that's fine then. Maybe we can find a tie-in. Give us, let's, let's give it a shot. How about one of my favorite subjects is the uh, dumb criminals? Oh, yeah. This happened in Vernon, Connecticut. This guy is going to court for larceny, and on the way, he decides to stop in the uh, parking lot of the courthouse and break into some cars. And in one car, he finds a uh, GPS and steals it. And then he tries to sell it to the guy that actually owns it, you know, not knowing that it was the owner, but he's trying to sell this unit. And the one guy that he approaches to sell it to happened to be the owner of that GPS. So, uh, you know, they get into an argument and somebody else notices the argument going on, gets a hold of one of the police to come over and check it out. And they found out, sure, he just stole a thing during his court appearance or on his way to his court appearance. It's like, you know, how stupid can you be? <laughs> I don't think it gets any stupider than that. Stupider? stupider have you established that stupider is a word or is it dumber? Stupider is a word. No, more it's, stupid. It's more stupid. Right. Yeah. Okay. More stupider. More stupider. Yeah, that's even better. Dramatic pause. But that was a good one. Actually, I muted my microphone so I could adjust it. I told Cindy next time she has to adjust hers so we don't get a... You mean instead of doing this? Oh, thank you. Yeah, kind of like that. For example, if she does it again... I think that's what he meant. I have a little mute button here. It's almost like a burp button for each mic. But... If anybody has to do anything, just tap me on the shoulder and I'll, I'll hit it. So what if you have yeah, to well, do something? I'll hit my own mute button. Mute, mute. <laughs> I'm going to try to avoid my mute button. Uh, Cindy, you don't have any wacky news, did you? No, I do not. Roger, what's your, what's your next one? Uh, well, that's the only other one I have, actually. It's about a guy that breaks into a, a bank. Another bank. he needs a place to sleep. <laughs> Apparently, well, let me find a quote. Let's see. Police in Ellensburg, Washington, say a man looking for a place to sleep broke into the basement of a bank. And yes, he had been drinking. No. (laughs) Well, apparently he broke a window in the basement of the bank and climbed inside and went to sleep. And surveillance cameras caught him entering at about three in the morning and then leaving again about eight in the morning. And uh, apparently the police caught up with them. At his house and arrested him. Now, what what confuses me is how do you break into a bank and, you know, alarms don't go off or anything? Hello, it's a bank. Yeah, how the hell did this guy, like, plan for a month how to break into a bank so he could just sleep there? 
when he has a how house. Do you, how do you figure how to break into a Apparently bank without, not. Like, without uh, like, you know, everybody knowing what the hell just happened? Did he sleep on some Benjamins? <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> say uh, what he used as a as a cot. Good um, one, Holly. I'd imagine it wasn't money, though. I just think it's kind of funny, you know. Okay, you know, Sounds the alarm like company comes in and, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll put big alarms on your safe and your safe hey. deposit boxes. Windows? No, don't worry about the windows. They're fine. <laughs> Nobody will break those. <laughs> Cindy actually just brought up an interesting uh, news bit here. What was this uh, fl- news flash here, Cindy? No, we're scrambling here tonight to find some things. And uh, not that this is breaking news. I'm not going to say the date on it because it's not entirely oh, so it's uh, not... current. But it's interesting because I saw something about wasabi. And <laughs> 40 years ago. There's always a wasabi uh, discussion as part of these podcasts with Drew munching on the wasabi piece. Look, it was one episode, and I can't live it down. No, it wasn't. It's every episode. It wasn't every episode. They're only banned tonight because I didn't bring them. I did it on one, and Roger was like, could just... Uh, no, could you it do was me more a, than one. Could you do me a favor? <laughs> What's that? Stop crunching till we're done with the podcast. <laughs> well, it's about four or five podcasts. Well, it made the best up. It made the best, the greatest hits. Yeah, that, so. that was good. Well, no, I just came across this wacky news thing, and I saw wasabi. So of course that that's something I had to look at. Uh, the title says wasabi Whoa. spill reported on space station. <laughs> nice. Astronauts are always on the guard against toxic spills that could contaminate the International Space Station. Wow. But there's nothing in their training manuals about how to clean up flying wasabi. Oh, that could, be, that could spell disaster Yikes. for somebody. Yeah, get that in your eyes. Yeah, would well. you imagine? Mm. Yeah, really. I've gotten it in my eyes because I eat it. Obviously, I eat it with my hands. And then I forgot, like, and then, like, a little bit later, I'll rub my eyes and be like, oh, what's this burning? Oh. I didn't realize you use your hands. I thought you'd just stick your face in the bag. <laughs> Like a horse eating his oats. Yeah. From time to time. From time to time. We've seen that too. I've got a feeder bag just hanging around my neck. <laughs> but this is interesting like because God, that is so good. Apparently, in, in the space station, they actually have some gourmet stuff going on because it says the spicy greenish condiment was squirted out of a tube while an astronaut was trying to make. A pretend sushi meal with bag packaged <laughs> salmon. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. And he shot the wasabi out of the tube. I guess so. Willy nilly. So everything was weightless, spilled food, no ordinary cleanup. <laughs> this is a problem. So they've got wasabi floating around. Mr. Muppet, aisle three. Yeah. Mr. Muppet. <laughs> Teaches you not to play with your food. Oh, how does the story end? <laughs> Sounds like a crazy trip to the moon. Oh, they they get this. Uh, they get this little comment from the space station dietitian that says, psychologically, it's very important to have gourmet meals and all the extras. What? It's <laughs> it's psychologically important to have gourmet meals on a special. This is with bagged good little dry packaged goods. Same. Yeah, you're pretending that the dried MREs are gourmet sushi or something. How does that know. work? Do they have uh, lots of imagination? Great imagination, yeah. Just throw it into the frying pan there? I don't up know. With it? No, you just squirt it into the air and, and <laughs> yeah, suck it up. <laughs> Try and slurp it. <laughs> wow. Oh, could you imagine slurping wasabi? Oh. 
Oh, then the article ends. That would be Quote, intense. I don't think we're going to use it anymore, she said. It's too dangerous. Too dangerous? You Stop. think? Sheesh, committee. Committee. What the hell's that? <laughs> oh, committee, committee, my yeti. It's confetti. Confetti. Spaghetti. Yeah. All right. Anyway. I have to uh, make a comment about the last episode. We were talking about the, the, aught, <laughs> the early aughts. 2010. Did we tell you that, Roger, about the guy who actually says, uh, um, did I, t- hang on. <laughs> this fella came by the house to, to pick up something. I had listed something on Craigslist and he came by the house to pick it up. One of the 86 items that yeah, you're selling. I, I, was, right now, I was getting yeah. rid of an old computer and the guy needed one because his laptop failed. And he, he comes by and we're chatting for a few minutes and, I, and he <clears> says, he says, yeah, my laptop died, a bad, you know, bad screen hinge and stuff, so I got to get all that, and a friend of mine's going to help me fix that up. And I said, oh, okay, is it an older one? He goes, yeah, from the early aughts. And I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> from the early aughts. Remember we were talking about the 2010s, and you were like, you don't, t- you don't say 2010, you say 2010. Uh, actually, no, I just say 2010. I leave the end out. Oh, 2010. Okay, well, <laughs> forgive me then. Uh, uh, just this once. Well, we were talking about it, and Cindy was pulling up the Roman numerals of how to say 2010. Remember? Yeah, we were talking right. about the M's, the X's, all that. <laughs> While talking about it, I said Greek letters instead of Roman numerals. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> I just wanted to point out that I do know the difference between... They're not Greek numerals. They're not Greek letters. That's Phi Beta Kappa, whatever. Yes, <laughs> there yeah. were Roman numerals of the... Yeah, the Roman numerals. So a caution statement there. So. I'm glad we got that straightened out. Well, I had to. I just had to bring that. That was upset. I was yeah. having trouble sleeping, worrying yes, about yes. that. Yes. The with that yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I was interested in doing a uh, extreme weather episode because it seems like we're getting. I don't I don't recall in my younger days, maybe ten, fifteen, twenty years ago getting as much as many thunderstorms as frequently as we do in the early summer and through and even throughout the summer i think we just lost roger but we're going to get him back no i'm here oh you're there okay (laughs) oh by the way roger are you drinking a beer not tonight no okay uh so i'm drinking a caffeinated drink trying to stay awake oh coffee uh actually no it's a rockstar energy drink Rockstar. Nice. Wow. Do you like, <laughs> Those are really uh, pretty. Uh, you don't drink the uh, the Red Bull. No, too oh. expensive. Okay. But do you like the Red Bull? I like the taste of them. Compared to the Rockstar, what would you say? I'd rather have the Red Bull. Oh, really? Okay. You see, I've never had stuff. a Red Bull. I'm afraid of them. I'm afraid I'm oh. going to have like heart palpitations. I love Red Bull. No, I'm, I'm seriously. Peace. Yeah, but that doesn't yeah. have, it doesn't have f- f- 4,000 grams of caffeine in it. Yeah, remember what happened the one time we, we got the strong Starbucks? Yeah. You had an episode. Oh, I was, boy. Yeah. C- I didn't Cindy, hear about that. As we sidetrack here. Yeah, Cindy made... I uh, have an episode every time I have a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> she got like a triple shot. Stuff. No, no, it wasn't the Starbucks. It was your homemade coffee with Starbucks was, extra, extra bold. It was a very extra bold Starbucks coffee. And, yeah. so and not happened? only was it already an extra bold blend from Starbucks, but Cindy doubles the amount so she gets extra strong coffee, right, to begin with. To boot, I should say. So 
I'm drinking this stuff. And, and, and I'm just like, I'm like, crimes. What the hell is going on? I'm having like my, my heart's racing. I feel like I, I don't know. I'm just like so super like alert and like, I'm afraid now. I thought something was going to happen. So I'm like, I got to stop drinking that coffee. So it, it was off paranoid. the hook. It was off the hook. Yeah. So I'm afraid to drink the Red Bulls and those caffeine drinks. I think they're going to just charge me up too much. What do you, what do you find, Raj? How do you, how do you uh, think they work? What do you mean? The caffeine how do I drinks. Think they, do they work. I mean, how much caffeine do they have in them versus like a couple of cups of coffee from a, a regular medium blend of coffee? I don't know how much is in a coffee. We would need to check that. Yeah, maybe we should do that for one of our episodes. But, I mean, but it's not yeah. just caffeine; it's all of the other stuff that goes along with it. You know, that is a good episode. Yeah, but that right. other stuff is is I think that's negligible. The the ginseng. The oh, wait, you're talking about the extra stuff in those drinks? Yeah. I don't really think that does anything to those. I don't. The I don't other know what chemicals. Else they have I think mostly is what's going to happen there is the caffeine and the sugar, right? And and the, the and, and the B vitamins. I don't know if they got, got enough of that stuff in there to do anything. We, we have to research it. We should do this for an episode. We should do extreme caffeine, extreme energy drinks. We're already doing extreme weather, so uh, so we should do extreme caffeine. Do you like nerds, Roger? The what? Nerds, the candy nerds. Candy nerds. It depends on what flavor. Some of them are okay. Yeah. They, they have a tropical punch flavor one I like. You like those? You like the strawberries? Yeah, they're okay. What about the grapes? <laughs> Little tart. I've been falling off the wagon with Would strawberries and grapes lately. <laughs> <laughs> You've been. She's been falling. Off. What do you have? Like a pack of ten of you? They're gone well, no, like two cut days. Cut it down. The problem is, I ran out of my stash today. I went over to the other place where I had given some people at work some. Took it back from them. I went over and they were <laughs> gone. They, oh, what'd you they expect? Ate they ate them all, yeah. And you're just gonna ask for your nerds back after three you give them It was only three o'clock in the afternoon, and I was done. The nerd shots were gone. You know, the little boxes—they're almost like a, a shot. I think you have a problem. I know I do. Could be. <laughs> I love my shirt. Might want to get that yeah, fixed up. No, but not not only that, but she puts so much nerdaholic. Yeah, but <laughs> nerdaholic. Roger, she she makes coffee in the morning, <laughs> and she puts so much creamer into the coffee. She then has to microwave it to warm it up again. Okay, so but that's because, because the, the coffee is like because the creamer's concentrated. <laughs> yeah, the coffee is super, but the sugar, but the creamers obviously don't have enough sugar in them for you. So you got to put double that. <laughs> yeah. So now you got you know this lukewarm tan mixture. Basically, well, you, my one you cup have of coffee creamer. Yeah, basically, my, yeah, my one cup of coffee is like four cups of coffee in terms of the caffeine. You know what I mean? I, I concentrate it so much that one cup of coffee is really, really, really strong. What is that brand of creamer we get? It's the uh, flavored creamers, Roger, with the sweetened creamers. Italian yeah. cream. Italian sweet cream. Italian sweet cream. Yeah, mine is called half and half. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I like, I like regular old sugar and milk in my coffee. I don't really go too much. I'll use a little bit of that stuff and, uh, and, and a teaspoon of sugar. If we didn't have the flavored creamers, I love half and half and sugar. Yeah. That'd be fine. Do you eat nerds with your coffee? Then why the hell do you use the no. creamers? Why not just get half and half? <laughs> we could get half and half in sugar. That'd be fine. I think that might be the better idea. Because totally then you're not going to overdo it with the sugar. Right? Uh, so that's the extreme caffeine. But my original thought for doing a, an extreme weather podcast was I really do think that there is more 
severe weather happening throughout the summer in the Northeast United States. Does anybody else notice this in the past 15, 20 I years? In the well, past 20 years. In the past 20 years, you wouldn't know because really you were negative two. All of a sudden, it's like there's been more and more thunderstorms. It just seems like our summers are getting more humid and hotter, and there's that mix with the with the uh, you know the severe thunderstorms and stuff that that and build. It just seems to me that there's more now than there were 15 years ago for me. What does anybody else think about that? Well, I've been noticing a lot more severe weather, but I attribute that to moving into a hurricane zone. Well, you notice more, but you, yeah, it's like you said, you moved to Florida. So you're getting thunderstorms oh. every couple of days, right? Yeah, you are in hurricane uh, zone. No, there. I haven't been getting that much rain, actually. Really? We've got a lot so far this summer. How many hurricanes have you encountered since living in Florida? Technically, just one. Just one. Tropical storms, I've had about three. Did you have to go into hiding, or how did that work out? Uh, yeah, I hid at my parents' house because my mother was nervous and sent my father over here to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> I hear my doorbell ring. I was like, what are you doing here? Your mother wants me to pick you up. What, is she crazy? Don't ask. <laughs> just get in the van. Okay. <laughs> so... Your mom was so afraid of the storm, of you weathering the storm by herself. She wanted you all together. Well, that's uh, nice. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Um, and the unfortunate thing is in Florida, you don't, you don't have a lot of basement. You don't have, what, there's probably no basement homes, right? They're all slab homes, right? Right. Built on the sand. So there's really no place to go. Uh, you can't go into some storm cellar to to sit out these hurricanes and stuff. You're like... I mean, hope for the best, right? Pretty much. Can you recall any... Cover, any, cover your windows and, uh, you know, make sure you've got plenty of water and food and... Yeah. Place for the cats <laughs> to hide. Now, do you have, uh... Do you have storm shutters for your, uh, house? Uh, no. No? Nope. Do you, do you just board them up or something? I haven't even had to do that. Oh, okay. Why not? It hasn't been that extreme? Nothing that bad? No. Nope. I just hmm. like to sit outside and endure the storm. Let it come to me. <laughs> okay. That's nice, but they usually last for a few days. Down there. I get tired of sitting oh. out there. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you'd be a little bit damp, I think. Uh, yeah. No damper than usual when the uh, humidity is usually about 95%. Wow. That was definitely That's the broccoli. really humid. Oh. That's like... <laughs> I'm sorry, Cindy. It's definitely the broccoli working tonight, boy. Whew. Oh, boy. Um, Why don't you just have cabbage and really have fun next time? <laughs> yeah. Bite your tongue. Cabbage, yeah. actually, not that bad. <laughs> I did find a little bit of a report on the increase in weather extremes in the Northeast. Uh, and this briefly says, The Northeast is prone to natural weather extremes and disasters, including ice storms, severe flooding, nor'easters, hurricanes, and severe persistent drought. The ice storm of January 1998, see, 12 years ago already, that one, with extensive tree damage and an extended period of power failure, the severe flooding associated with Tropical Depression Floyd in 1999, and six significant droughts over the past 20 years amply demonstrate the importance of weather extremes in the region. So stuff is kind of getting, uh, getting serious now, you know? Well, I know that the weather has definitely changed. 
since, so you have noticed since something. ten, you know, ten to fifteen years ago. Yeah, there's in no Jersey. question. Oh, it's in, definitely on the, east, on the east coast. North, northeast, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in the spring it's more severe. In the fall, you get thunderstorms. In winter, it's it's really odd and interesting things. I mean, look at this year in Philadelphia when I moved here before you moved here. Yeah. I mean, we got what two feet of snow in a day. In an area that never gets that kind of snow. That's extreme. Right, yeah. And I just mean, every every week it seems like we got we got thunderstorms looking at, you know? Yeah. We're looking at thunderstorms. Every time we look at the uh, the weather radar or the, the weather forecast, it's like washed out, uh, washed out weekend because of thunderstorms. Yeah, um, and we've had a lot of natural disasters in a short period of time over the past couple of years. Um, sighting. Par- what? Sighting, an example. Sighting. An example. Oh. C i t i n g. Oh, you do you? Would you like? I'm not you talking about aluminum sighting. Yeah, no, 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 so sighting, did I. Sighting, sighting. <laughs> We're on the same page here. <laughs> what is he talking about? Um. Um, examples would be like, uh, Hurricane Katrina, Katrina, Hurricane Ivan and Rebecca and Simone, Hurricane Now you're just Shaquandra. naming your friends. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ivan and Simone. No. What was that but, last one? Shaquandra? <laughs> that was a mean oh, tornado. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. So, uh. Um, I yes. Had some, I had some extreme weather, <laughs> extreme weather trivia. Oh, is this a game? I love playing games. No, it's not a game. <sighs> I just for just for chuckles in the past ten. <laughs> what's so funny? No, I'm I'm just laughing at. Is this a game? I love games. <laughs> That's not what I was laughing at. But no, it's no. not a game. <laughs> In the past 10 years, there have been 115 reported tornadoes in Pennsylvania. That's where we are. Six F2s, two F3s, and the majority were F1s and F0s. In Florida, during the same time frame, there were 639 reported tornadoes, most of which were F0 with some F1s and two F3s, about 25 F2s, and a bunch of F1s. Slow season. Yeah. By comparison, <laughs> Kansas had over a thousand reported tornadoes in the same time frame, including an F5, 12 F4s, 32 F3s, oh, and a bunch of F1s and F2s. That's a, the Storm Chaser's dream state. It's a lot of effing tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the highest one you can you you ever uh, weathered there, Rogers? Was did you have I haven't weathered any tornadoes. Oh, tornadoes. You've had some pop up nearby, or have you heard of any nearby you? They're all over the place down here. Are hurricanes on the same scale, like F1 to F5? It's, no, they use a different scale. Oh, okay. They use a different scale. The, the F is the, what is it? The. I don't remember. Fu, it's Fujitsu. A, it's they not, just call it Category 1, Category 2. Fujisama, oh, okay. Fujitsu scale or something like that. I think that's a sushi. Um, Fujikama. Uh, but what's the hurricane? I uh, thought it was Fujita. Who knows? Fujita. You're absolutely right, Roger. It's a Fujita <laughs> scale. Have you known this whole time? You were just letting them guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. Fujita scale. Now, what about hurricanes? <laughs> what are hurricanes measured with? Um, category. Yeah, category. 
cat, he said category, category five, category four. Right. Yeah, right. but they're thinking of changing it also because uh, when they give you the category one, category two, that's basically just wind speed. Now they want to change it to also include um, storm surge because oh, that's actually right. what does more damage than the uh, wind. Right. Yeah. That would make sense. Safi Simpson Hurricane Wind Scale. Saffir. Saffir Simpson, sorry. The Saffir Simpson Hurricane Wind Scale. And Cindy is getting some info on that for, for us as we speak. <laughs> what do you got, Cindy? The Saffir Simpson Hurricane Wind Scale. That looks like a lot of info. Scales <laughs> 1 to 5 categorization based on hurricane's intensity at the indicated time. Right. Wind. My wind speed right now is six miles an hour from the north. What's that category released as? <laughs> That'd be a, a minus one. That probably know. would be like a category four is sustained winds 131 to 155 miles per hour. So that's that's pretty extreme. Yeah, category three is 111 to 130. Category two is 96, 96 to, to 110. Oh, it was close. What's the one? 74 to 95. Uh, what's a cat five? Winds greater than 155 miles per hour, greater than 135 knots, or greater than 249 kilometers per hour. Kilometers, Kil kilometers. Okay. Oh wow. There's someone who says kilometers different than I do. Oh, either one. Got a little bit of controversy going on here. Scientific. Let's not get hazy. Yeah, but I do say kilograms, not kilograms. <laughs> There you go. How about kilograms? That's what I say. Kilograms. Ooh, good what do you one. say? Oh, you said kilogram. Ki oh, I say, I say kilograms. Yeah, I don't say kilograms. I say kilograms. Roger says kilograms. No, I usually say kilograms. No, okay. What the hell are you doing to me? <laughs> That's where the kilograms. Just trying to be are. different. Well, you certainly are. <laughs> okay, so let's let's get to a little more. Do we want to go through some more trivia? Anybody have anything more to contribute to the extreme weather? Wait, wait tell one. us. Holly had some uh, had some experience there with some extreme weather. We had a, a, a that recent, is correct. We had a line of storms come across the United States. It was a well, it was a cold front moving across, right? And uh, it, hit, it hit the hot, humid air mass that was in place, and uh, and created a bunch of storms along the way, mm. um, and tornadoes sprang up. In Michigan, there were a couple couple deaths and a bunch of destruction in Michigan there uh, due to tornadoes, which sprung up out of these uh, severe thunderstorms. These storms came across and were entering our area. And I, this was, uh, was it last weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Cindy was out shopping and I told her to get home because I <laughs> turned on my radar. I knew there was some thunderstorms on the way. I... I opened up my. You computer. have your own personal radar. Yeah, I have the radar. <laughs> radar's in motion on my my dashboard widgets on my Macintosh. I open up my Mac and I go to get the radar. I go to look at the radar and uh, I see alerts for the area. So I open up the alerts and it said uh, severe thunderstorm alert and tornado warning in effect for the eastern for eastern Pennsylvania. So I I texted her and told her to get her butt home so we could hunker down. Um, Say hunker again. <laughs> so we could hunker down. He's outnumbered tonight, right? <laughs> yeah. I I told her to get her get her butt home. But but we got nothing. 
We got no, and then of course I posted on Facebook about the tornadoes, and you're like, "Oh, we get tornado warnings all the time. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. Worry about it when you get one, right?" So. <laughs> That's pretty much the way it is down here. <laughs> so yeah, you know, we, they, they give you uh, severe storm warnings down here. You kind of look at the sky and go, "Eh, we're good." Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but Holly was actually in Michigan when those storms passed through, and she has a storm story she'd like to relate, I believe. Yeah, the tornadoes were pretty bad in Michigan this past couple weeks. I was staying at a friend's house in Portage, Michigan, which is in the Kalamazoo area. And we were just up in her bedroom, you know, hanging out, what have you, just talking, whatever. And it was dark Girl outside. Stuff. Watching Girl the, stuff. Watching the tube. But anyway, we were, we were up there hanging out and... Uh, we started to hear the siren and um, got really nervous because I didn't know what that was about. And uh, I heard her mom downstairs, like, yelling for us to come down and get in the basement, which we never, nobody ever goes down there. Um, and they have four dogs. They have two Great Danes and two Dachshunds. So we had heard the whole family downstairs. And... Uh, so, yeah, we sat in a corner in the laundry room, and uh, we got to go back upstairs when it went off, and then it, the uh, the siren went off a second time. And we went back downstairs, and there's a little window in the basement, and I could see, like, um, lightning and everything because it was also a thunderstorm, and we could hear, like, wow. really strong winds and stuff, and I was I was pretty nervous. But, uh, I can imagine. That's That's a story for you. Well, actually, could we tell it? While I lived in Michigan, um, there were, uh, well, I lived in Michigan for probably, you know, 12 years or more. Actually, no, more like 20 years. But anyway, my brother, my one brother, only came to visit me twice. And both times he came to visit, there was very severe weather, tornado <laughs> warnings where we had to go to the basement. One of them, um, I was living in the country and we had sliders out to the back deck and the house and gobbles. Yes. All we right. could see the woods. Do you remember that, Holly? Uh, which brother was this? Uh, David. This is David. I wasn't there when David came over. Anyway, we're sitting there, and we're looking through these big glass sliders out back, and the weather was so extreme. I mean, literally, branches of trees that were big enough to be tree trunks were flying around. Oh, yeah. I mean, seriously. That place in particular got scary. a lot of really... uh. Bad storms up in Goebbels so, at that house. After two visits and two tornado warnings where we were in the basement, he, he really hasn't come to visit much yeah, anymore. Yeah, he decided <laughs> to stay where he's at. But I'm hoping he comes to visit now since I yeah. moved out of state. I just wanted to bring in a little bit of background music. And oh, yeah. You're all done with your stories by the time Slight, I found my music. Lighten the mood here. But uh, that's a theme song playing in the background. This is the kind of music I'd like to listen to in the middle of a tornado. Of course, Roger can't hear it, but... Oh. Uh, yeah, he can't hear that. So, uh, anyway. Okay. Uh, I think uh, I think that's a great story. Thanks for sharing. Uh, does anyone else have anything to contribute for Extreme Weather before we go into some more trivia? Do you want my lightning story at all? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The a, a lightning fun, story. A thunderstorm in February. Yeah, thunderstorm in February. Go ahead. All right. So somebody by the name of... Back in uh, around 06, 07. TJ. Uh, Is that 06? <laughs> 06. 06. 06 and 07. 
and uh, he was swimming in an indoor swimming pool in the middle of February during a blizzard thunderstorm and uh, he went to grab the metal ladder to do a somersault apparently lightning struck the roof of the place and uh, jolted him as he grabbed the the uh, ladder wow. that's something else and it, it, he he explains it as uh, I quote it felt like I got kicked in the back of the head and so the nice. electricity jolted him backwards and then there was like a cloud of blood in the water because the electricity had exited through his shin and ah. he has a uh, scar there as of today um so he didn't get electrocuted he didn't get struck by lightning like per se but anyways still wow yeah i feel you would like expect indoors you know something like that wouldn't happen <laughs> especially well right but i mean maybe but there that's was that's what i tell you not to uh Ghost. Take showers, talk on the phone, or anything like that during a storm. Right. I feel like that was probably like a really unbelievable story, but it's true though. Oh, I uh, bet you he believes it. <laughs> that's. I mean, how did you get electrocuted indoors in a pool? They right. tell you to stay out of the tub. Nowadays, unless you're in an old house. Nowadays, with PVC piping, it's really not critical to stay in a new home. Not critical to not take a bath during a storm. No, it wouldn't be too much of a risk at all. Because it's it's not the supply pipes; it's the uh, the drain pipes that back in the day could conduct, right? Right. Um, Usually, I just like run an extension cord through the bathroom, and I'll like you know make toast while I'm in the shower to save time. Mm-hmm. But uh, you do that too. You know, yeah, I do. I got a microwave in my shower. <laughs> do cool. you? I make popcorn. Oh, do you? <laughs> you gotta eat it fast, though, because it gets soggy. Uh, did you know that the average lightning stroke is six miles long? Wow. Uh, no. Well, that is true. The temperature of lightning's return stroke can reach fifty thousand degrees Fahrenheit. Nice. Maybe, maybe that's what put that that Z Z shaped gash in his ankle. He claims it was uh, Z shaped. By comparison, the surface of the sun is not. I was thinking that. <laughs> Zorro. <laughs> no, Harry Potter. Oh. Zorro. What the hell? I never saw Harry Potter. Wow, it's a little out of the. Maybe loop. I should. Then. That's okay. Did you Harry Potter, Reg. Yes, I own all of them. Isn't that awesome? Oh wow. I I like Harry Potter movies. I know. They're really good. It's a great story. It is. It's like a magical Jerry Springer. I want to watch it, though. <laughs> oh, God, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer's <laughs> Because there's so much drama in that movie. <laughs> um, Anyways. By comparison, the sun's surface is around only 11,000 degrees. Oh, is that all? Yeah. And the return stroke from lightning can reach 50,000. So, just so you know. Wow. That's yep. hot. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> Did you know that the greatest snowfall ever in a single storm was 189 inches at the Mount no, Shasta Ski Bowl in February of 1959? Where was it? At the Mount Shasta Ski Bowl in February 1959. Where's that? Mount Shasta. That's where I know I've the, heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I heard Shasta Cola, but it had a mountain on the label. That's well, why. they have other flavors, too. <laughs> Shasta Cola? Shasta has other uh, flavors? Yes. 
It's not just cola. Lime Shasta? <laughs> not just for breakfast anymore. Mm-hmm. A good-sized thundercloud can California. get... Shasta, California. Shasta Mountain, California. Mount oh, Sha- there I'm you sorry. go. They Mount both start Shasta. with C. Wow, so the, mo- the most snow that was What both starts with C? Shasta, Canada, California. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I was close. I was close. <laughs> so my question is, the, the most snow that ever fell was in California? Which is normally not on, as snowy. On, on Mount Shasta ah, Ski Bowl. That depends yeah. on where you're talking about in California. Oh, really? Northern California gets cold. Oh. Oh, yeah. Where have I been? Well, California takes up basically... Apparently not California. California's a huge state. <laughs> yeah, that's true. California the southern go, part's very hot. If California dry, was but... on the East Coast, it would go clear from from uh, Massachusetts down to... South uh, Carolina. Down, <laughs> I apologize Florida. for being uneducated. I really South don't. South Carolina, yeah. Ever know these things? Well, the West Coast is what? Map? Only like three states, isn't it? What's that? The yeah. West, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Washington, California, Washington, Oregon, Oregon and Washington's California. It's a really big state. Did you know a good-sized thundercloud can contain a mass <laughs> weighing in at about eight billion seven hundred fifty thousand? No. Uh, eight billion seven hundred fifty million pounds. And how much is that in kilograms? The weight of 10,747 jet airliners. Hold on, I'll check. How does it stay up? That's a cloud? A good-sized thundercloud, yeah. Uh, it doesn't stay up for long oh because it rains. Oh, gosh. The average thunderstorm is 6 to 10 miles wide. That's how come it can be so heavy. Once the leading edge of a thunderstorm approaches... Okay, now how much does a gallon of water weigh? About 7 pounds. That's like a whole a lot of water. <laughs> uh, no, it's seven point. It's almost eight pounds, I think, water uh, per gallon. Yeah, it's close to eight. Yeah, but still, now you stop and think of the weight that you gave. Divide that by eight, and that's a whole lot of gallons of water up in the air. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, once the leading edge of a thunderstorm approaches to within ten miles, you are at immediate risk of being struck by lightning coming yep. from the overhanging anvil cloud. <laughs> Because of this, many lightning deaths and injuries occur with clear skies directly overhead. Yep. Really? And you didn't believe me when I told you you're going to go running now with thunderstorms on the way? Oh, yeah, it's clear out. I'll be fine. Mental note. I do it all the time. On average. (laughs) And and, and just keep in mind, next time you want to argue about that, that the return stroke can reach 50,000 degrees Fahrenheit. No one's going to survive. That's hotter than the sun. Yeah. About four, about, Quite a bit hotter than the sun. Yeah, about 49,000 degrees hotter than the sun. That's enough to fry you to a crisp. Yeah. That would be enough. Yeah. Has anyone ever thought of, uh, like, cooking by lightning bolt? Cook, cooking by lightning? It's the new wave. That's it'd probably like faster fast. than a microwave. Right. Like yeah, but make sure you don't singe it. <laughs> Everything will be blackened. Did you know, on average, thunder can only be heard over a distance of three to four miles, depending on humidity, terrain, and other factors? Wow. Oh, see? So uh, when they tell you to count the seconds after a thunderclap, that's a bunch of bogus. <laughs> I don't know, but there, if, you, if you figure out how fast sound travels, <clears throat> that's all you need to know. And it's, what did we figure, Cindy? It's a quarter mile every, it's quarter a mile, mile every five seconds, right? It's a, I thought it was a quarter mile every five. Well, it's 0.22 every, every second. Every second, yeah. yeah. Like 0.2 something So in four second. seconds, 
In about four to yeah, in five seconds, it's a mile. For about five seconds for a mile. So, if you count to five and you hear the thunder, I think this. I think. Yeah, is that completely accurate? I don't think so because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it can't be because you know you'd have to stop and think. Well, how dense is the air? How much rain is falling at the time? Right. Yeah. There's a lot of All variables those factors. that play into that. I mean, uh, I, you, you know, we better contact the MythBusters on this yeah, one. We should. Yeah, we <laughs> I'm sure somehow Jamie will have a formula to figure it out, and Adam will blow something up to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> Approximately 100,000 thunderstorms occur yeah, in the United States each year. <laughs> Approximately ten percent of all thunderstorms are severe enough to produce high wind, flat floods, and tornadoes. Thunderstorms cause an average of two hundred deaths and seven hundred injuries in the United States each year. That is my trivia on thunderstorms and extreme weather. Woo. And thunderstorms too. Thunderstorms. <laughs> so that's I mean that's that's what we've got for the podcast on extreme weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then it got okay. quiet. No, I'm just beginning our end chitter chatter. Oh, so I guess that's end. all we've got for the uh, the. So we finished the end of the beginning. And now we're going to the beginning of the end. Beginning of the end, exactly. Okay. I would like to thank you all for joining us on the podcast this evening. The uh, the Cosmic Pride Podcast. Everyone have a good evening, good week, whatever. We'll catch you on the next episode. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Perfect. That was good. That wasn't even.